0: this time on the Brunswick Buzz, we're going to be talking about Brunswick High School's career exploration and extended learning opportunities. We have three students, and we have uh, Mr. Rick Wilson, our teacher, and um, we're going to hear from each of them to talk about their projects, their their learning that they're experiencing, but first we'll kick off with Mr. Wilson. Rick, thanks for coming today, and we'll introduce our students as we go around, but we'll start off with you first. Great.
1: Thanks for having us, and We really appreciate the opportunity to tell the story. These students, which I think are reflected by many other students. I am the career exploration and extended learning coordinator at at the high school. I work with Molly Myers, who is also involved equally with our endeavors. Do we want to go around and introduce the students, or do you want me to start? Yeah, let's do that. It's a conversation, so why don't you kick us off? Uh,
2: I'm Jonas McGrath, and I worked on a Green Crab extended learning opportunity.
3: My name is Garrett Countway. I worked on the same Green Crab ELO
0: as Jonas did.
4: And I'm Maddie Chapoo, and I went for the career exploration path and I've been doing engineering shadowing and internships. Cool.
2: Jonas, what grade are you? Uh, I'm a senior, so 12th senior. grade. Garrett? I'm also a senior.
4: And I'm also a senior.
2: So We got three seniors.
0: So nice.
1: why don't we kick off with like defining what what an ELO is. An ELO is a four credit experience that could be for either core or elective credit outside of the traditional classroom usually designed by students in partnership with Molly or I and involves research, reflection, presentation at at the end. This is a program that developed kind of matured out of the community service policy which was established in 1994 and I'm going to tell a quick uh, sixth degree of separation story. Robin McCausland was a, a school board member uh, back in 1994 who was the architect of the community service policy because the high school was being moved from McKean Street yep. out here. And they were very worried about losing that community connection. At that time, it existed of 20 hours just dedicated to seniors. And the point I'd like to make besides the sixth degree of separation is that the program's evolved for the last, you know, yeah. 30 years, basically, to having 30 hours instead of 20. We've expanded this to eighth grade through seniors in terms of that's the time that you could earn you know, your community service credits. And we've leveraged those relationships through community service to kind of include real world application. This was a service learning program a decade ago that's morphed into this thing called extended learning. There are a lot of similarities. There's nothing new. John Dewey talked about this in the early twentieth century, connecting experience with you know being the best teacher <clears throat> out there. So that's that's what we're we're trying to do. And the sixth degree of separation comes from Robin's Robin unfortunately passed away at, at a young age. Her granddaughter that she never had a chance to meet as a junior is taking an ELO oh, next semester. that's
0: really cool. So this is like yeah. a really
1: interesting full circle story just to kind of illustrate that we've evolved from community service to this, you know, extended learning model, which is one part of what Molly and I do uh, it's not the entire thing, but I thought I'd share that story because I was a huge fan of Robin McCausland in 1994, yeah. and to have the ability to work with her granddaughter that she didn't even know is really touching.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. The other thing I think, and I've noticed with the podcast, they always want to hear from the students. We'll get to you guys, but, but, but briefly, we, we, we should just talk about the grant because that has allowed us the opportunity to have Miss Myers or Molly sure. Myers. You wanna just talk briefly about that and then we'll get into it. Yeah,
1: I've had the the good fortune over the last couple of years to work for the Department of Education managing a $5.6 million grant that has looked to expand programs like we have at Brunswick across the state. And Andrew Lardy, who was my the person that kind of took over while I was at the state did, did an awesome job writing the grant and working in this position uh, that we've been enjoying with the the marvelous Miss Molly Myers. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Thanks for bringing up Andrew. I'd be remiss if we didn't do that. That's right. And then just to say this again, thank you Rick because you've done this for a long time. You and Molly have worked really well together and that's uh, impressive. It doesn't always happen. A a fast friend and I think anybody can
1: attest it's been in room 203. We absolutely have the the best the best vibe. It's fun. Plenty of candy. In, That's right, good. There you go. Yeah, right. Nice. So, awesome.
0: Yeah. All right, so um, anything you want to introduce? Or do you want me to just go to the students and kind of...
1: Well, I mean, you know, I think what Garrett and Jonas represent is, is a teacher-generated uh, ELO, which is some place that we would like to kind of put some more effort at Making folks understand that uh, you know the faculty can be involved with these extended learning opportunities in helping organize and and uh, conduct them.
0: Jonas, we'll start with you. Yeah, yeah. To talk, just talk to us about you know how you got involved. What made you want to do it? Just kind of tell your story. And yeah. Conversations.
2: Yeah. Uh, so our teacher, Mr. McCullough, who is our biology teacher mm-hmm. in tenth grade, and then we have him this year again for marine biology. Uh, just approached us. To one day and asked us if we were interested in a uh, partaking in like an ELO sort of. Uh, I think it was actually through an email. Okay. Um, and it sounded like fun. I mean I've always like seen you know people clamming or crabbing all around. Yeah. And uh, yeah. You know uh, we were taking marine biology. I don't know about you but this sort of interested me, grabbed my attention and I was like not doing anything during like after school. Yeah. So uh, yeah we just decided to go for it and you know I think not even like a week later we were on the mud flats so
0: outside doing it yeah 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 yeah. talk a little bit more either one of you uh garrett or jonas either one of you talk about like what what is it that you're doing so when you're out there you're out doing a green crab project what is it that you're doing
3: yeah so as we all know like the uh the ecosystem and that just surrounds me um, is a big part of our like economy and culture so that's what kind of brought me towards it. And so when we're out on the mud flats, we're setting traps, setting traps for um, green crabs and invasive species, and uh, different types of substrates. Yeah. So we have some that are set in some eel grass, some that are set in some deep mud, wow. and then some that are set in a uh, in a river upstream. And so we're just trying to find the highest uh, concentration of crabs. You know where they generally congregate, where they're the most dense, and um, just try to apply some reasoning to that data to see if we can uh you know why they're the
0: why event, they're at a certain right? place or why are, why they're more in a certain all right is that what you mean by yeah. that yeah okay all right how often do you guys do this
3: um a couple days a week yep. after school usually or uh, we both have a period uh four study hall that we can leave okay. early for okay so uh yeah we'll
0: and do go. you trap them is that what i'm understanding yeah and then what do you do with them
3: um, so after they're trapped,
0: just a smile over there. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's a story.
3: Yeah. After they're trapped, uh, we collect them in big plastic bags and um, actually bring them back to the school and throw them in a deep freezer. Oh wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And what do they? We, do we know where they go after the deep freezer? Yeah.
3: So after that, once you, you may be projects. editing this out, by the way. <laughs> no. but keep now going. Now that the project's all done, um, we'll be going back to analyze, you know, their uh, gender. Okay. Um, to see you know which ones are more prevalent in certain areas okay. and try to apply data to or try to apply like a reasoning to that data to see why um these crabs are so invasive in our in our yeah. ecosystems
1: this is something that's been carried on by by Mr. McCullough, who I must add, is a former student of mine oh, uh, b- back in that. the day. Uh, but it's an ongoing study to basically monitor, you know, has there been an increase in, in green crab infestation? Because green crabs prey on, upon uh, shell clams. And, and what's great about what they're doing, they're working side by side with the harvesters uh, down there at McQuate Bay. My son did it uh, when he was here at Brunswick High School. And I need to put a plug in for the shellfish uh, harvesting a student shellfish harvesting program that we have. Are either one of you part of part of that? You may want to consider getting a permit. Yeah, it's a student license. We have 15, oh, wow. 15 students at Brunswick. It's probably it's the strongest. I don't think there's a program that's stronger uh, than what uh, we've created here regarding students being able to dig, um, I and didn't ma- I know that. and and make money. Yeah,
0: oh, that's really cool. So yeah. we have fifteen students that currently do that. In Correct, the it's a lottery. Oh, there each is. year,
1: each year there's a lottery because these are very coveted permits.
0: Yeah, yeah I bet they are. To, financially to, to have, right? Yeah. Correct. Wow, I did not know that. That might be another podcast. So I'll
1: I, I'll expect to see you guys getting a <laughs> permit application, yeah. Yeah. and you too, Maddie, because uh, some of the best <laughs> some of the best diggers maybe? we've had in this school have been uh, females. Wow, that's yeah. really cool. So um,
0: we'll get to you, Maddie, but I want to hear what what's been the most challenging. What's the most challenge? I'll start I'd with
2: the probably, challenge. Yeah, I'd probably say the first day out in the mud. Uh, oh, really? Learning how to walk in the boots. I don't yeah. think we ever actually learned how to put them on correctly entirely, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, just wearing, Just I remember just holding each boot with both of my hands, like pulling it up to make sure it doesn't get stuck in the yep. mud and I, you know, yep. take a dive. Um, but, yeah, definitely, definitely just walking around on the first day. Also, I'm, I'm sure for you, grabbing all the crabs out of the trap was a, a challenge the first time, so. Yeah, he made me do all the hard work. <laughs> ah, nice,
3: grab, nice. Grab your crabs. He was just holding the bag open. <laughs> um, another challenging thing, you know, is just finding the right um, time to oh, really? harvest them because our study halls and the time we had for it didn't always match up with the tides. That's true. So we couldn't, right? you know, we couldn't go out there and dig it. Wow, um,
0: is it a highlight? I mean, if you guys? Is it? I mean, be, I love being outdoors, right? Are you guys? Are you outdoor? F- Kind of people yeah, who yeah, enjoyed this, yeah, so you know, being out there, learning with definitely. your hands, doing that. I'm, yeah. a,
3: you know, definitely interested in maybe pursuing something in science. So it was nice to have an opportunity, you know, to explore some field research beyond yep. just the classroom.
0: Other things that been you know exciting about it, or fun, or weird, or strange.
2: Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's just been a really fun experience overall, just to do this with Garrett because I don't know, it's not something you typically imagine doing for a yeah. school, um, and I'm super glad that the opportunity presented itself to us. So.
0: Rick, is there, like, F, is there a requirement? So they're doing this, they're doing the hours, but are there specific requirements that our listeners would wanna know, like what students have to do as part yes, of Yes,
1: actually we worked on a, what's a, a template, an yep, ALO yep. template that kinda outlines learning objectives, key questions, yep. and um, you know how, what, how's this all gonna like, be, be tied together? in in a presentation or report of some sort, and they're working with Mr. McCullough on on, on that.
0: Are you looking post-secondary after high school? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking
2: for a four-year college, and I think I am actually gonna go into a scientific field, whether that be marine biology or something else. I'm not sure yet, but yeah.
0: Nice, and you said you were as well, Gary. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. something
2: pretty similar to that.
0: Okay, nice. We're gonna pivot over here to Maddie. So Maddie, let's talk about your project. I don't know anything about it, bring us up to speed and walk us through and how you decided to do it. Yeah, so mine's definitely on the other end
4: of the extended learning opportunity because mine is more career exploration because I'm going to different workplaces and asking a bunch of questions, looking at their day-to-day life in civil engineering, I've now visited three different places. Um, I've actually got to go on the Thompson Bridge site where they're building the Green wow, Bridge right that's now, really cool. and I got to use the cameras and go underwater and take some surveys of the different rocks okay, that so they're you're,
0: dealing with. So before we get too far, you're doing civil engineering. That's or civil and the environmental the engineering. Civil and environmental. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. That sounds like incredible. Let's get to that. But how you? How did you pick that?
4: So, I've always been, like, a STEM-based learner. Like, I love, like, visuals, and I've always been math and science. That's always been my strong suits. So, I've taken a couple surveys that you, like, see on social media, like, what you want to do in the future. And it always kind of came up with engineering, like, chemical engineering, civil engineering, like, different, like, fields of engineering. And I was kind of, like, I took AP Environmental my junior year and absolutely loved it. Ms. Hopkins made it such a fun experience for me, and that was... I guess something that I wanted to look into and engineering presented itself and I was like why not push the two together so it worked out and there's a couple environmental and civil engineering firms around like Brunswick, Tops and Bath area and that's what I've been able to
0: do. How did you network that? How did you like I mean how would that I mean I've got so many questions yours is cool (laughs) you guys but this is really intriguing to me one because you're like doing the career exploration. Anyway, so t- how did you network? Like, wh- how did that work out? You were like, I'm thinking engineering. How did you get there?
4: So if we want to talk about, like, how I got interested in engineering, that's, like, it's kind of what I wanted because I want to be able, able to make things. Okay. I want to be able to design things. Okay. I like calculations and how they all fit into different, like, yeah. visuals is a big thing for me. And being, like, an environmental engineer, like, designer, like, the CAD design and mm-hmm. different um, – like websites and different programs that they use have always intrigued me so that was right, so
0: that's your how you got started but how did you so then when you decided to do these career exploration how did you pick your you know the companies or the organizations that you went to go visit how did that work
4: I did a little bit of research about what's in the area um, in civil and then surveying because there isn't as many firms like um, Wright Pierce is actually where I've been going most frequently I've been there a dozen times wow. about, okay. and I just keep going back and learning the different aspects and all the different people that they have there because there's a whole bunch mm-hmm. of different like concentrations that each engineer has, yeah. whether that's CAD design, surveying, um, there's like intri- entry-level engineers that I've talked to who are UMaine graduates of 2020, so they're really close to my age, and I almost like can say that like I've become friends with them, which yeah. is really nice. Yeah. Cool. And I've had people come up from the different locations of Wright-Pierce, which they go all the way down to Florida, and I've had people from Rhode Island drive up and come and meet with me mm. because there was something that I was interested in, and Chris Dwinell was one of my dad's friends in high school, and he is the project manager at Wright-Pierce and was okay. able to lead me through a bunch of different like yeah. um, interviews with the people and i was able to learn a lot through now i think nine different people i've met with which has been really nice that's so, incredible
0: what so a, uh, yeah go
1: ahead well i mean the agency that she that maddie brings to to her work is mm-hmm. is really remarkable her ability to to send great emails <laughs> uh, on the yes. surface this the, the mm-hmm. initial contacts began with with recommendations from Molly and I. Okay. With, that's our job. To yep. Like, yep you know, give them the warm introduction to, to Chris, who I've worked with before, and Kevin at Sightlines. And uh, Maddie walked through that door. Next thing you know, I get an, an email from Chris going, is that uh, the same yeah, Chapeau that... Um, uh, graduated from Morris High School, and Maddie was just kind of like shaking her head, yeah, yeah. and that 's how it works and that 's a great lesson to students yeah. you know yeah. these guys going to meet folks down at the waterfront that maybe they 'll see for the rest of their life and Maddie 's going is meeting she 's meeting people right now that she may know for the rest of her life, and it 's important to help them develop their network it 's one of the greatest parts of the job yeah.
0: that 's awesome. one of the things I heard last time last month when we were, we spoke to our junior high students that were doing the community um, volunteerism and experiences. They talked about that initial email reaching out or the initial phone call. And you know, eighth grade, pretty nervous to do that, but actually all three of them were like, that was really exciting and how they what they learned how to do that. So that's cool. That's what that you're talking about yeah, doing. Molly
4: that. loves my email writing capabilities. You, she that, flaunts that so much.
0: That's awesome. I mean <laughs> that's a skill and it's to get I mean get your foot in the door all the things right all those things but that really helps so okay so you've been to a bunch of different businesses local businesses three three you've been to three and how often do you go and do you do it during the day after school I know there's a lot of questions
4: so it's during my period two okay. which is 9:15 to around 10:30 for me so I skip out on flex just so I can maximize my time that I have okay. at wherever place I'm going Wright Pierce has been the big hitter for me I'm so grateful that they've let me come back so many times and all the people that I've met with like I said I've been there about a dozen times I've been to Sightlines lines one time and I was just there for a couple hours asked a bunch of questions and I got to see more of the surveying side of engineering mm-hmm. and less of the design and more of like the hands-on stuff which was really nice to see and then Read and Read which is actually a construction yeah, business yeah. Um, was the one that was working on the Thompson Bridge and I was able to go with one of their biologists and go underwater and that's where I was able to do some. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's, just to back that's up, cool. That came from picking up a, a, a business card at the the West Bath Construction Days yeah. event that Molly and I took some students to. Yeah. So it's just this constant networking. Networking. And, uh, yeah. you know, exercise and you get a student. Uh, like Maddie and she can just parlay all of that
0: so you um, so you go to several different you've gone to several different um, places yes. and you do that during this school day yes and um, what's been like what's most fun what's been the, the most fun what's been the you know the biggest the highlight of it
4: there's been so many different things that I've like enjoyed a lot, especially like making connections like specifically with the younger um, engineers there yeah. because I feel like I'm able to connect with them a lot easier than yeah. let's say like the ones that have been in there like 30 plus years. Right. Right. Um, There's a
0: generational piece there. <laughs>
4: yeah, right. and definitely because I was able to ask two different entry-level engineers about what classes they had taken at UMaine, which okay. is a school that I am you're Probably going to end up at okay. Um,
0: Good engineering program, yeah. no doubt.
4: and so I got a lot of insight on that. I have like pages and pages of notes of things that I've learned throughout, like each interview that I've done or what I've done shadowing, and like the different observations that I've had. I've gone through different powerpoints where they're teaching um, new engineers about what Wright Pierce is going to look like, and I've seen a bunch of those from different um, like branches of engineering because they are water waste and civil engineering. So there's environmental kind of takes on that water um, section and then civil takes on the bridges and different like land-based engineering. Um, And like I said, like I have pages and pages of notes of just things that I've learned I find interesting. Uh And it's been, it's the highlight of my day, definitely. Like when I get to go out and just Get off of school campus and then end up at an office. Like it doesn't look very interesting when you get there. Like yeah, it's like cubicles yeah, and yeah. you go down into a basement and you're with a whole bunch of people side by side. But then you have someone who's so passionate about their career and they just like go on like nerd sprees about what they've done with their career and how they've like shaped that in right Pierce. It was I found it so fascinating. Oh, that's cool.
0: So. You know, this is, it's really, uh, both of these examples are, are just a testament, right? It's, I don't, Rick, we're similar age, but never had that opportunity, right? I, I didn't, I'll speak myself, sorry. Never had that opportunity to explore and see what was out there. It was more or less a dartboard approach. That's my words, no one else's, and I don't want to, where I came from, but it was literally just a dartboard. Right. But and look at, I mean, th- these are two examples of where students, students can go and i know there's probably many many others but to go and just try something out there and yeah i like this i don't like this or i like about this for instance Maddie was talking about maybe i like uh you know waste, uh, civil engineering more than an environmental or whatnot
1: right it, one of the the great things about getting older is the fact that you can see and especially if you've been in the same uh district I've seen a, a really nice evolution of more opportunities for students. Mm-hmm. You know, the addition of Bonnie at the junior high school, yeah. really augmenting kind of like that culture, that feeder that system uh, that, that works into, um, you know, what we do up here is, is awesome. And we have more and more pathway uh, opportunities uh, like ELOs um, here, here at the high school to, to earn credit.
0: That's awesome. Back to you guys you're both, I, I'd like to, like to hear, you're thinking post-secondary, both of you, Marine or maybe something field. Um, just to kind of highlight that again, because I think it's, what I'm trying to get at here is I, I want our listeners, and maybe a student will listen to this and be like, oh, I'm interested, but you know, what? what's, I don't know if I'm not asking this question right, but the hook, like why the green crabs? What was it that kind of was like, I want to be outdoors, or was it, what was it that made you do that? I think, the question's coming to you too, Maddie, and I think I know your answer, but I don't know that from you guys. Like why, I know Mr. McCulloch recommended or had an idea, but why did you guys jump on it? Like what was it really?
2: Yeah, outside of the classroom, okay. and hands-on classwork. And uh, I don't know, I like getting like various different results, I'd say. Okay. Um, just not having the same repetitiveness to uh, a task or something. Yeah. Um, and that's why science, I think, intrigues me because experiments—you know—you don't really know what's the outcome. That's, the outcomes
0: that's gonna a good be, point. So. Is it? Can I, fair to say, and Garrett, I'll ask maybe this question to you, and you can answer that one too. But I'm thinking it's also the working with a friend that has yeah. something to do with it. I mean, I don't know for you. I'm I'm picking up on your vibe here that that's part of that, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but is that some of that? Like, hey, we're going to go do this outdoor. We're going to work with our yeah, for
3: sure, the- definitely. You know, it's. Uh- I don't know, I think it'd be pretty boring to be out there on your own just yep. digging up uh, crabs. But you know, it's it's just not only about crabbing, you know, um, just making fun memories out on the flats. So. Yeah,
0: that's that's what I was wondering, right? Because it's probably part of that, right? Definitely. It's kind of fun being together doing something like that, meaningful. Maddie, same, I, mean, I think I know the answer, but in engineering, right?
4: Yeah, I mean, like, definitely STEM-based learning was my, like, interest, so, and taking those surveys, and definitely the one that Mr. Wilson provides, I think it was, it took me like 20 minutes to fill out, and it came out with nuclear and civil engineering, so it just happened to be that oh. I hit the yeah. mark when I took that survey, and it just, everything aligned, so.
0: Rick, what, what haven't I asked that you want to make sure our listeners listen to, or not listen to, but understand about this? And
1: well, we... We have a lot of things going on simultaneously in in our office that involve, you know, work-based uh, learning connections, job placement, curriculum support. Uh, one of my favorite. Parts of what we do out of our office is working with Molly to provide curriculum support, like with the climate study mm-hmm. that we did with the town. Yeah, that started with an email from you, mm-hmm. and uh, it it transcended into 100 people in Crooker Theater, 100 yeah. students taking it, you know, part in, in, in that action. Yeah, that's a great example. And um, yeah, Miss Vanna's health cl- summit that took place over at Parkview, helping her experience. helping her organize that, and so there are many elements to the to the work that we do and we enjoy all of it because you can already tell the the sense of self that's been cultivated by these you know little experiences has been huge and for the rest of their lives Maddie's gonna drive across that bridge that new bridge yeah. and think about the old bridge and thinking about you know her work at, at Wright-Pierce and Reed and Reed and these guys are gonna drive by McQuite Bay for the rest of their lives and think of that place as a special place
0: that's great that's a good that's a great point I'm proud of a ton of things in Brunswick, but you, the work you all are doing and Rick, you and Molly and, and Bonnie and many others, but I think um, that's something that I hope the community hears loud and clear um, as we go through this, uh, you know, cycle of, of budget and what works and what doesn't. You know, we got grant, we are very lucky to get the grant, but this is clearly a position or positions that have such a meaningful impact on our students you know, personally, right, the friendship aspect, social emotionally, but also academically. You build all those skills that you're going to use for the rest of your lives beyond the, you know, within these four walls. So I appreciate you taking the time, and uh, it's been great. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Thank you, yeah, thank you very much. Thanks.
0: Hey, thank you for listening to The Brunswick Buzz. The Brunswick Buzz is available wherever you find your podcast.